I V M. Here's your smart fact of the day. Michelin stars are a rating system used by the Red Michelin Guide to grade restaurants and their quality. The guide was originally developed in 1900 to show French drivers where local amenities such as, you know, restaurants and mechanics were. Think about that. I mean, drivers and now today it is actually signifying something else. It's signifying some really high-fi cuisine. But, you know, at one point in time it was actually just something like a guide for telling you where the best dhaba is in france of course it started this system with a you know single star then two stars and three stars were introduced in 33 one star signifies a very good restaurant two denotes excellent cooking that is worth a detour three is you can boss you can take a special journey for this restaurant itself this list is updated every year 2021 michelin guide lists 132 restaurants all across the world with three michelin stars Isn't that interesting? Hey there. Today in this episode of Smarter with Said, I'm going to talk to you about my recent experience at a Michelin-starred restaurant in the UK. Ah, trust me, I'm not showing off. It is a show-offy sort of experience, but I uh, it was a very special birthday for me and uh, I had gone uh, to just enjoy myself. It is certainly not something that you can do too many times in one lifetime. but a michelin starred restaurant is something that is worth recounting and if you ever have the the means to do it as well as the you know the occasion to do it i certainly would recommend going to one and experiencing it so the restaurant that i went to is uh, something called frog and it's done by the chef called adam handling and this uh, guy uh, is a young guy he's done a lot of great work in uh, in fact he was on one of britain's you know chef shows i think he was a finalist but didn't really win the thing and and so on and so forth but he started this really successful michelin starred restaurant and i learned so much there i learned so much there but more than anything else i learned the power of a story the power of a story i mean what okay let me just take a couple of steps back and tell you what the power of a story actually means it's a very specific thing you know when you go in a restaurant like this obviously it's a high fi sort of place so you know you'll have the typical trimmings of people asking you for your you know uh, overcoat that they can put in a cloak room and stuff like that so that's that's the fancy bit and yes you have to be dressed well you can't go there in a pair of shorts so that's a bit of a pain for me but i you do go there you sit and what we'd gone for is the tasting menu so a list of courses actually arrives and you get to enjoy it course by course and each course is actually paired with a wine right so you get the entrees and and with a wine and then it right up to the dessert you know which is uh, paired with another wine of sorts So I'm just giving you the context making your mouth water a bit and I tell you what I really actually understood. So let me tell you there were two stories that were going on. One was the story that the guy in charge of serving us was sharing with us and that was about the food and the experience we were about to have. 
And the second story was the one which had the open kitchen that you could see with all those talented chefs whipping up dishes and celebrating some something that happened and, and the rest of it, which you could see as you were sitting on your table and, and just indulging yourself, right? So the first story first. So A, this young man who was serving us was really very, very well informed of each and every item on that menu, what we were going to eat. It was obvious that he'd eaten it himself. And that's a practice that good restaurants do so that, you know, any person who's in charge of service, the, the waiting staff is uh, kind of familiar with what goes well with what. But this guy had taken it to a new level, right? He was talking uh, about the, the experience of the food as if it was a story. Now, that story meant all uh, talking about all the ingredients, how they were, you know, mixed together, how the wine had a story as well, and which region it came from, and why it paired well with the food, and the rest of it. And what I realized across that meal, as I was getting steadily drunk on wine, of course, but what I realized was that the story was making a difference to the experience of that particular restaurant. It might seem a little fakey to you just because you're hearing it. But trust me, it's not. When you're in that atmosphere and when that food is about to be served to you and, and the way in which it is presented in an understated way, not in a, you know, oh, we're doing something very special for you way. But just talking about it and creating a story, it just creates a new meaning in your subconscious head. Because it connects to various memories that you have about food. And those memories suddenly evoke certain emotions and certain drama and certain great times that you had with food. And when you actually taste the food, you are not only tasting the food, but you're tasting the memories, the emotions and the drama. And that is the wonderful part of that storytelling. And this is the part A of the storytelling funda that I wanted to share with you when you enter a Michelin starred restaurant. Of course, when you're in a McDonald's, nobody's going to talk about it like that. And certainly the food itself is of the highest quality and very imaginative and beautifully done and fantastic and all of that. But the story, the story just makes it amazingly better. Now, I wanted to talk to you about the second part of the story, which was about seeing those chefs as we ate and the way in which they were prepared. And obviously, when you're looking at, you know, the whole machinations of a well-known restaurant, you are amazed by the efficiency, by the art, by the skill. And that is also making a play on your conscious mind. You know that you're entering into a very, very special territory and you're really lucky and privileged to be actually experiencing masters of their art um, actually go about their daily business. And then you suddenly realize that cooking or the, the food that is presented to you in front of you is not really just uh, well-crafted food. It's not a craft, it's an art. And I think that that, when you see the artist in front of you, you can actually understand the art that you're about to eat. It's edible art. It's as if you're entering into a museum of food. Okay, I'm really waxing poetic over here. But the fact is that there are these two different angles of the story. One of them is obviously a very conscious thing. You're in the second part of the story. You're very conscious. You understand that you're, you know, in a special place, enjoying special food, and it's very obvious to your senses. But the first part of the story is attacking the subconscious, wherein it is connecting to different deep recesses of your mind and making you enjoy the, uh, the whole experience at a 10x level. 
at a tennis. So it's not about the wine. It's not about the the food. It's not about the pairing even. It's about the whole thing and how it connects to a story that wins over your heart. And that is the very heart of maybe building a beautiful brand experience, isn't it? And that's what I thought. Maybe that's what we need to do. We need to think in terms of a Michelin-starred restaurant whenever we are going about our next project. How about that for a parting thought? And that is my episode today on Smarter with Sid. I hope you like this episode. If you follow the funny side of me, well, you like what I'm doing on Instagram of late. The Traveling Professor, that's who I am on Instagram. And on LinkedIn, I make a few notes that accompany this um, podcast of mine, which kind of appeals to your conscious mind, maybe. You know, uh, though that's some rational thinking, uh, a few notes whenever I release a new podcast uh, episode. And I think Smarter with Sid cannot be uh, uh, just a podcast that is standing on its own thing i want it to complement all the other things that i'm doing as well so stay on the lookout for more announcements of content coming on from the traveling professor and if you like podcasts like these well my friends just go over to ivm podcasts they've got some amazing stuff going there on that happy note then until next time bye